It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Go Birds radio show presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. James Seltzer, Elliot Shore Parks, coming your way till 3 o'clock today. And Elliot, we have an Eagles football game tomorrow. We made it. James, listen to me when I say this to you. 24 hours from now, Marilyn and Mike will be on the oh. radio. Eagles, Washington. Week one. Like, week one always gets me excited, I will say. And actually, last night I was so excited, I wrote a list of things I love about week one. (laughs) But, like, this year especially, when we didn't know if it was going to happen, we didn't know if it was coming, it just, I can't believe it's tomorrow. Maryland, Mike, like, it just, I woke up this morning, it feels like fall a little bit. It does. I'm excited. I am too, man. And all the things you said ring true for me at it's starting to feel like football season out there in the yes. weather. I woke up this morning so excited to come in here. We got fantasy teams. We got gambling. We got all of it. It's all back, and it's all exciting. And uh, I'm with you. I want to get into some Eagle stuff in a sec, but quickly, you just mentioned that you made a list last night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we definitely have to hear the list. Yes, give, for sure. Give, give, give me a taste of your list of what you love okay, about so Week 1. Okay, so you just brought it up, but I think one of the things I love most is that like you have fantasy, you make the picks, like all that feels so alive right now. I agree. Right? Like there's optimism in the air. Like I'm excited to set my fantasy lineup. I'm excited to make my picks for tomorrow. By week three or four, who knows? Like my picks will be going bad. The fantasy lineup might not be going great. But so that is number one. And for those who are wondering, Elliot Shore Parks and I do a uh, a weekly pick the lines, pick the games against yes. the spread podcast, uh, presented by Park Sportsbook and Casino. Get their sports app. Uh and I have a commanding one nothing lead. You do. So you were right about that. Uh, uh, you were right good. about the Chiefs. <laughs> I really, I mean, I, I pretty much won already as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. What else? So I don't get to experience this as much anymore now that I cover the games. But, I, like, growing up, the feeling of waking up Sunday morning, I would, like, go to the grocery store with my mom, get, like, special food for the game, and then everyone comes together around, like, 12, 1230. You watch a little bit of the pregame, and then you go into 1 o'clock. Like, that feeling is back. 
for tomorrow. Like, think, I mean, we haven't had an Eagles game since January. I know. And I, really, like, early January. Well, and it is that communal type of thing. I think football brings people together. Yes. You know, and, and whether you're watching with someone or whether it's just talking to your friends about the game or, like you said, fantasy leagues. Like, the most of the fantasy leagues I'm in are just to hang, still talk to my buddies from the past and be mm-hmm. a part of that and all that. So I think that's a great one. The other one, and this ties a bit to the first one, but I was listening to the radio all week, and I do understand that there is some reason for concern for this Eagles team. We'll get into it. But I love the optimism right now that you hear when people call in, right? Like, people are excited. Really blind blind optimism, right, when you kind of look at the roster. But people are like, you know what? Like, this is Carson Gier, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's exciting me, like the build up to the game. Hearing Ike yell he needs his neck roll. You know, like that excitement leading up, it, it just uh, – it just feels like football again. Well, speaking of Mike, I'm very excited to hear a victory. There you go. On Monday, uh, if football's back, Marilyn Mike on this station tomorrow, one o'clock. It's gonna be so awesome. And look, you just mentioned it, so so let's get into it because I have felt like, and look for for good reason in some ways and others. You know, there have been some issues in training camp, the offensive line roster issue, the whole Doug Peterson story, and the P- Jason Peters and Zach Ertz, and there've been so many things outside of football that have kind of steered us towards a a negative slant heading into Mm -hmm. this season in some form or another. We're not doing that today, Elliot. It's too bright outside. It's too bright outside. And again, the Eagles are playing a game tomorrow, so I want to talk about reasons for optimism because let's be real. Like, yes, sure, there are, are concerns that you can worry about, but there are also things to be optimistic about this team. This team is talented. They have a quarterback that that most people believe in. They have a head coach that most people believe in. They've got some talent across the roster. And look, I don't think this is a Super Bowl team, but we didn't think 2017 was a Super Bowl team. The NFL's weird. Weird things happen. Confidence builds if you get on a roll. So think like this is not a team that at least doesn't have some potential to do mm-hmm. some damage this year. Let's talk some reasons for optimism. 215-592-9494. Elliot, give me a reason to be optimistic about the Eagles. My top reason to be optimistic about this team, and it ties into the feeling of like throwback football and like the feeling you had when you were younger and all that. I think this defensive line is going to dominate. I think Fletcher Cox, Malik Jackson, not as big on uh, Javon Hargrave as I used to be considering the injuries he's dealing with, but Fletcher Cox to me looks ready to have a, I don't want to say breakout clearly because he's already a borderline Hall of Fame player, but coming back from last year where he struggled, I don't think enough was ever made of the fact that the whole defense suffered because Fletcher was not himself until the end of the year. And you saw at the end of the year when he started playing better, the defense really played a lot better. A lot of those games where Carson was great and the defense was was equally good when they had to be. So I think Fletcher Cox, I've seen him in training camp every day. He looks healthy. He looks dominant. I feel the same about Malik Jackson. And I think those two in the middle collapsing the pocket consistently are going to make these defensive ends better. Now, Brandon Graham, you know what you're going to get from him. You're going to get five and a half, six sacks, consistent pressure, great play against the run. I think Josh Sweat is going to have that breakout year. He had, I think, four and a half sacks last year, maybe five and a half. I think he could get close to eight or nine. This is a guy that should have been a first-round talent. So the top reason to be optimistic about the Eagles, to me, is the defensive line. Elliot, this answer might surprise you. Let me guess. You might not see where this is going. But Carson Wentz is the top reason to be optimistic about this team this year. You know I've talked a lot. All the time 
about how important I believe it is that Carson Wentz, for the first time since 2016 into 2017, has had an off-season of health. An off-season where he's not dealing with a torn ACL, where he's not dealing with a broken back. All he has to worry about is getting his body and his mind right for a season of football. And... I think that's going to pay dividends. Like, I look again. The only evidence we have of Carson Wentz having a healthy offseason, it led to the best season we've ever seen from him. And mm-hmm. I know that was three years ago, and I, I understand that. But we saw flashes in those last four games. We saw that guy again, and I believe those last four games combined with this offseason and the opportunity to be fully healthy and fully mentally right heading into a season. I think we're going to be in for a huge Carson Wentz here this year, and I think that's a reason for optimism. Well, as you know, I have said that Carson had his best training camp passer rating of the four years he's been here, right? So Carson did have a good training camp. I agree with most of what you said. Like, no denying, Carson has to be special for this team to be good. And I think tomorrow is a shot for him to start to do that. I think the Washington back seven is not good. Ronald Darby is back there. Jimmy Moreland, their nickel corner is not that great. Uh, Fabian Morrow, I just, I don't believe in their, Landon Collins is not a good uh, pass, pass coverage safety. So I think the back seven is really susceptible. The question is if Carson will have time. And that's where I think you're going to have to see Carson be special. You're going to have to see him move around, get out of the pocket. He's going to have to evade pressure. That's, that's a fact. Like you're, you're not going to get a clean game from this offensive line, especially if Lane Johnson p- doesn't play. But if Carson gets out on the move, he's going, there's going to be plays to be made there. There will be plays available like the throw he made to Miles Sanders. You know, like the play he made in 2017 in week one where he evaded two, two uh, Washington defenders, got loose, threw it down the field to Nelson Aguilar for the touchdown and got the season started off right. And that's really what I want to see tomorrow from this team. When we think about the Eagles over the last two years versus 2017, in 2017, this team walked in each week knowing they were better than the opponent across from them. And they were. But part of the reason was they felt that. Like, you think about Chris Long. 100%. A big part. Yeah, you think about Chris Long saying. Confidence that, is such a huge part of football. It, it's a massive part yep. of it. And, uh, you know, that 2017 championship game against the Vikings. The Vikings were a good team that year. Chris Long said they would have beaten anybody that day. And I, I agree it. with it. Right? I believe it. I, no one was beating them that day and on that field. That's the magic the Eagles have not been able to recapture. When you think about 2018 and 2019, they're constantly falling behind. They get off to slow starts to the year. It's, it's just ugly, right? And then when they have a good game, they follow it up with a bad one. Tomorrow, I think Washington is better than people are giving them credit for, but tomorrow is a chance to start the season off right. I don't want to see behind 21 to three and you come back and win. I don't, like this team should go out and if they're going to be special and they're going to be good, tomorrow is where you see it. I think setting a tone for this year is so crucially important. And I think if a bad, if it does not go well tomorrow, I do think things could fall apart quickly. But if they, if they win tomorrow and they win convincingly, it really, really sets a tone. And that starts with Carson and setting his tone for the season. Yeah. Look, and I think, like you said, the opportunity is there. You know, we've, I'm sure we'll talk more in this show. We're going to do predictions for tomorrow. Yes. We will take your calls about Eagles versus the football team tomorrow in Washington, uh, what your prediction is, all that. But I do think that, you know, you, there's concern about the D line versus the O line, but if they can hold up just enough, like, Eagles receivers should be able to beat these guys. That leads me to my second reason for optimism right now, and that's Deshaun Jackson. Okay. I think having Deshaun back on the field, and and obviously, you know, it was a tumultuous offseason and all that, but just from a pure football perspective, I think that Deshaun Jackson, fully healthy heading into the season, and again with Deshaun, we never know when, how long he will be healthy yes. or how long he'll be on the field, but I think we, we got a taste 
last year in the opener of the Deshaun Carson thing, of what that could look like, what that could be, and now needing Deshaun to give give you a lot. Like now Deshaun it like is a crucial part of this season, yes. of the success this season. I'm really excited to see that relationship blossom, to see that skill set. On an, again, last year, what did we talk about the whole freaking year? This offense, it's like 10-yard offense. They can't do anything. They can't stretch the field. It makes it so much harder for Carson. It felt like he had to fit balls into the tiniest of holes because no one could create separation. Having that type of speed down the field, proven. And look, we hope Jalen Reed can be that too and all that. But we know Deshaun Jackson will get behind the defense tomorrow. And if they can connect on a couple of those big ones, it changes the whole outlook of the offense and of the game. And that comes back to the offensive line, too, of giving Carson time for these plays to develop. Like, Car- I mean, obviously, Deshaun is very quick. He still needs time to get down the field. I'll piggyback off of that and say another thing I'm excited for to watch this season is the young receivers. It looks like Jalen Rager is going to play on Sunday. He was a full participant in, pra- in practice. He looks healthy out there from the limited action I've seen of him uh, at practice this week. We're not allowed to watch all of it again, but from what I've seen, he looks healthy. I'm excited to see what Jalen Rager, John Hightower, Quez obviously is on IR right now, but see what these young guys have. I I hope Deontay Burnett gets up and plays tomorrow, although with Rager playing, that might not happen. But all offseason, as you mentioned, the desire to get quicker, that does start with Deshaun for sure. But in the long run, that starts with Rager and Hightower, and both are going to be seeing the field tomorrow. Both are going to be getting snaps. I don't need to see a touchdown from each of them. I don't need to see, you know, 80 yards apiece. I just want one play from each where you can go, okay, that guy looks it looks like they hit on that pick. And I, I as exciting as it is about Deshaun, I think he's gonna have a big year if he can stay healthy. The young guys are guys that are gonna be here for a long time. Totally. And I wanna see what they look well, like. Well, and tomorrow. look, to Deshaun, to your point right there, like you generally like some guys it takes a while to blossom. That does happen. You know, Devontae Parker, Miami, we've talked about mm-hmm. that as an example of a guy who was super talented, injuries, all that stuff, finally blossoming, but a lot of times, most of the times you know immediately. You can tell. You can see it. You can see it. And Deshaun Jackson was a perfect example of that. Mm -hmm. Second-round pick comes up, first game, you're like, oh, 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 I get it. Yeah, that, that's going to work. His first catch was work. a 41-yard reception. You're like, that's going to work. Yep. I get it. That's That guy's going to be a player. And I, from what we've heard about Rager, well, it feels like he that people feel that way. But, again, I need to see it in an NFL football game. And, well, that's what I was going to say. When I first saw Rager practice in training camp, I mean, I think I texted you this. I said, he looks like a combination of Deshaun and Mack. Yep, immediately. Right? So there are certain players you just, you see it, right? Like, I didn't see it with Andre Dillard initially. That's proven to be somewhat correct. Like, Jalen Rager, I saw it immediately out there. You saw it with John Hightower. So, yeah, I think these guys tomorrow are going to get big snaps. And, again, against a defense where they can do things. Like, these are not great cornerbacks. That in the rookies, it's their first game. You have to have expectations, you know, accordingly. But these are guys they should be able to look good against. And if Carson gets time, I think I think that'll happen. 215-592-9494. We'll give you some more reasons of optimism as we go through the show. But we want to hear yours. Give us a reason to be optimistic about this season, a reason to get excited. Because I know it's been a weird lead-up to this. And I know, it. like Elliot said earlier, we weren't even sure if football was going to happen. But it's happening tomorrow. Yeah. It is now okay to get excited about football happening tomorrow, Eagles football happening tomorrow. So... Let's get excited together. 215-592-9494, as we do every Saturday. The only way. The only way. Let's start it off in Abington with our good buddy, Tom. Yo, Tommy. Yo, fellas. How we doing today? Are we ready for football? <laughs> Woo! 
that, that's what we that's what we needed right there. It's like Marilyn Mike tomorrow, and then Tom from Abington today. Boom. Like that's, a, that's my like man, my man. How you guys doing today? Doing good, doing good. Fired up. All man. right. So I'd like to get my uh, humble uh, predictions out of the way, uh, and then I'll tell you what I'm looking for this year. Uh, so. Uh, on paper, um, I know the issues. Uh, I, you know, I listen to the whip all the time. You guys know that. O line, the injuries, you know, blah 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 blah, all the drama. I look at this paper, uh, this team on paper, and I see an eight-eight squad. However, uh, for two reasons, I bump them up to ten wins, and that is the improvement on the defense, uh, most notably Slay. Because you know, I mean, how many times did we see? Our D-backs get burned mm-hmm. over the past couple of years. Uh, and then the Bronco factor. So those two factors, I give them two more wins. I got them winning 10 games and winning the division and winning one one playoff game. Well, as we've talked about, if they win a playoff game, to me, the year is a success, period. Assuming Carson's the quarterback. If Carson is the I quarterback. like that. Yeah. If, if Carson's the quarterback <laughs> for a playoff win, where I will disagree with you, and I hate to do it on such a sunny, optimistic day, 10 wins just feels like a lot to me. I just think the schedule mm-hmm. is really tough, and you never know going into the year it's who knows how these doable. I mean, like, it's not out of the – it's not like you, know, you hear 12 and you say that seems very unlikely. But 10, like, you know, we're in that range with the predictions. Uh, it's like I a think couple that's, games here or there. I think that's out of the range. You, I think the range guys, is like 7 to 9. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I de- – look, well, I, I – They're going to they're gonna start off with a W tomorrow. They're going to get 30 tomorrow, and yeah. that other team, they're going to get 19. All right. Well, so you sound confident in tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. very confident in tomorrow. I think Washington's a mess. Um, now, as far as what I'm looking for, last year, I think everybody was looking for the Bronco to stay healthy for 16 games. Uh, you know, mission accomplished. My eyes are on Dougie P this year. I think this is the year where we find out what type of coach Doug Peterson is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, Tommy, awesome calls always, brother. They're very Thank tied you. together, too. Yeah, and look, I, I think, the, you know, look, the, the Jeff McLean article, yep. all that, there's a lot of, feels like pressure. And look, to the point of, you know, putting a new staff around him, like they gave him new guys, there are new new voices and all that stuff in there. So if the offense did grow stale, would grow and, and you know, I was going to say Press Taylor, but he's still there. Right. Um, but, you know, there there's less of a, you know, it's, I think, more on Doug now than, well, than it was before. And to Tom's point, like, I don't think it's fair that there's more pressure on Doug, but there is more pressure on Doug going into this year than there is Carson. Carson very unlikely leaving after this year. Doug, I don't know. Depends how the year goes. Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's get let, back to optimism. Let's hope that's not <laughs> the case. All right, 215-592-9494. Tom from Abington was very confident about tomorrow's game. I'm feeling very confident about tomorrow's game. I got a text last night from one Elliot Short Parks yeah. that makes me think that he's a little less confident than Tom and I are. A little bit. Why? We'll find out next. It's Go Birds Radio. It's Elliot. It's James. We're coming right back. Third and ten. It's only a three-man rush. Still pressure. Wentz just going to air it out. Going way deep down the field. He- Deshaun Jackson. Now that's something we'd like to hear today, tomorrow now, isn't it? That was, of course, from a year ago, the opener in Washington. Wentz to Deshaun happened two times that game. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. Getting hyped for tomorrow's football Deshaun game. does always kill his former teams. Dude, dude, that's what he does. Like, let's put it this way. I, I own Deshaun in the WIP Fantasy League. 
and he was not one of my starters in terms of how the team right. was drafted. Playing him tomorrow? You can bet your damn butt he will be <laughs> in my lineup tomorrow. Probably a smart call. Yeah. He's I, definitely going to get a lot of targets. Yeah, I think well, that, I think he's going to be a bigger part of the offense than, than I think a lot of national people realize. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, from seeing – I think this training camp was a little different because I think they gave the veterans more time off. Like, Deshaun did not take a lot of snaps in team drills this year, as did JP didn't and all that. But last year in training camp and in week one, you saw Carson loves to throw the ball to Deshaun. It doesn't just have to be deep, like quick outs, all that stuff. Yeah, it was more involved in that type of stuff than I expected. Yeah, if Car- if, he if eight Deshaun- catches in that game. Yes, if Deshaun is healthy, I'd have to look up how many targets. I would guess he's going to get nine to ten targets I a game would too. if healthy. I would, too. And they're not all going to be just down the field. Like, they're going to use him in a lot of ways. Yep, I agree. I think it's going to be big. 215-592-9494. Speaking of tomorrow's game in a couple minutes, we're going to find out why Elliot George Parks texted me last night with a little nerves about I had to text you. Game. I was feeling nervous. Feeling I was nervous. like, look, he's picking them to win, so let's not, you know, get, get too overboard. He's, you know, check out his article on 94WIP slash GoBirds. But, um... I want to talk about why he's a little nervous coming up in a few. But first, our good buddy. It wouldn't be a Saturday without him chiming in from Tennessee. What up, feller? How you doing, Justin? What's happening, fellers? How you doing today? What up, man? Better now, buddy. Better now. <laughs> you have you some apple butter this morning? Don't yes, you toast, I brother? did. Justin sent a, a nice package of some apple butter from me and Joe DeCamera and John Richie. I'll make sure those guys get it. And uh, a nice birthday present there, Very too. Nice. Justin's That's the best. how you start the football weekend. Yeah, Justin's the best. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, it, initially I was wanting to talk about O-line depth and the running back situations. But since we're going to be optimistic, I'm going to tell you why I'm optimistic. All right, let's hear it. Okay. Number one, we've got Carson, who is motivated. He's had a complete healthy offseason, like James said. Number two, you have a contractually motivated Zach Ertz now. Mm-hmm. Number three, you have a healthy Deshaun Jackson, hopefully a healthy Jalen Rager, John Hightower, speed to burn, guys. That's going to open up the middle for Ertz and Goddard. Eagles will win tomorrow, I think, 30-16, to 16, wow. I believe. I, I think this. I think Deshaun gets a deep touchdown. I think Rager gets a deep touchdown because all offseason, everybody was talking about how they would have rather had Jefferson or anybody else than Jalen Rager. I think that's kind of maybe put a chip on Rager's shoulder if he's heard it, which he probably has. I think Rager's going to have a big year. I think Rager has over, if healthy, he will have over 700 yards Ooh. receiving and five touchdowns this year. Well, let's hope wow. that chip on his shoulder isn't too big since his shoulder is currently Because his shoulder hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, no, look, I, I do see what your point is about the speed on the outside opening things up for Ertz and Goddard. Last year, that was their plan. It just was very poorly executed. Even outside of Deshaun being hurt, they didn't have any yep. backup speed options once he went down, which I think was definitely something they regretted doing. So I think they could stretch the field more. What I will say, though, and I'll throw this to, to you and James, I get the Ertz being motivated thing for a contract. I kind of view the flip side of that of, like, if I'm Ertz Me too. and I'm going into this year – I'm like looking how many targets Goddard gets. I'm wondering well, I'm if I want to play if I'm hurt. Like yeah, well, that's you've already the made thing. it clear you're not going to pay me. Why yep. am I played with a lacerated kidney last yep. year? Why am I going to go out there about and that. prove it? Like in I've that proven same it. situation, that exact let's say a lacerated kidney, which was an injury where they said like, all right, you could actually do more damage to yourself. You could have di- died. Like, not to be extreme, but, but on a worst case, obviously it was yeah. a very dangerous thing, and he went out and played with it. Like I don't know how anyone could possibly do that in the situation he's in now trying to get a new contract. So I do it. I agree with you, Justin, on, on one point that I do think that 
if you're playing for a contract, you want to show up, you want to get that money. But on the same side, you also there might be a downside where you can't take the same sort of risks you would before. But also, you got to look. He's play, if he is playing for a contract, it could be to show other teams. Yeah. No, sure. That, oh, no, no. I think there's both know? sides of the coin. I think it's exactly. both sides but of the coin. One more thing, and I'll let go y'all go. I know you got a full bank of cows. What about signing offensive line depth, Elliot? Do you think that's yeah. upcoming, you know, maybe with Cordy Glenn possibly still or somebody else? But anyway, I'm going to get off here, keep listening. Love you, boys. Man. Much love, yep. Josh. Thanks, brother. Soon. Man, the offensive line depth, let me, let me get into that now that he brought it up. It is like borderline mal- malpractice. Big word for me, malpractice. <laughs> that tomorrow, if Lane doesn't play, they will have on the active roster one tackle that's played a snap in an NFL game. Yeah, it's not. Think great. about that. It's you should have great. three or four. Yeah. Like Jason Peters, who I'm on JP side and all this. I know callers call in and say, "Oh, how much is he going to play?" Like that is a real thing. Who knows if he'll play 100 percent of the yeah, snaps for sure. There's a chance tomorrow. This this you could have Matt Pryor and Jack Driscoll out there. I mean Jordan Mailata. Like. <laughs> It is Man. the tackle situation, and this has part to do with the text that I sent you is when I, I yep. realized this looking at my depth chart. Like, this tackle situation is bad. Like, forget who wa- the Washington defensive line, and that's obviously an issue, but I'm just very surprised they're going to, it seems at least, go into the game with an injured Lane Johnson, even if he plays, or not playing. Jason Peters, who has only played tackle like three days over the last nine months. Jack Driscoll never played the position. Jordan Mailata never played the position in a game. Uh, Matt Pryor never played the position in a game. Like, they are one injury away from it being really, really bad tomorrow. Yeah, and it's one of those things where, look, I, I don't blame them for not paying $50 million for him, but, man, they're going to miss Big V. Yeah. And we knew that, and, and it's one of those guys who maybe was a little underappreciated while I was here, the ability to hop in at both tackle positions, both guard positions, and play anywhere along that line for you. Like, that is a massive asset to have. And I, I 100% agree. And I think it's interesting with Matt Pryor, how it was kind of like, oh, he'll be the next big V. And all of a sudden it's like, well, that's the role he'll fill. Doesn't mean he can do it. Like I saw Matt Pryor play left tackle in practice. He could not play left tackle. Like right tackle, I don't think he's ever played that in a game, if I'm not mistaken. He played right guard in the playoff game. But that versatility you think he has, I don't know if it's really there. Now I will say for one game, if they're healthy, I think the Eagles offensive line, can hold up like if lane plays if jp plays if they stay in the game i think they can hold up the concern is they are one snap away from this thing like completely unraveling if somebody goes out and you have to move guys around you don't know so that that's the concern was that the reason i got the text last night it's that was part of it back to the yeah. line it's it's ultimately and look i'm higher on dwayne haskins than other people we were talking to you we were know, talking to Ray Dinger, and yeah. Ray definitely disagrees with you. And I disagree with you on our last podcast, Echo Birds yeah. Pod on iTunes. I'm just Spotify, saying his, his passer rating was higher than Carson's over the last month of the season. Like yeah. I'm, that's not a shot at Carson. You use Carson as the bar of excellence over the last month of the year. Dwayne was above it. Like if Dwayne Haskins, if he was the Eagles quarterback, everybody would be going into the season saying, "Hey, man, he ended the season on a high yeah. note." That's just a fact. Yeah. And part of that was against the Eagles. So that so that's my Dwayne concern. Haskins and the O line are your concerns. That the caused game. the text. Yes. Now, okay. Well, then I woke up and it was sunny and I was and like, you're you know like no way. Like no I might way. get a pumpkin spice latte. Like it's, you know, it's football season. 215-592-9494. Look, if you are concerned about tomorrow's game and there have been a lot of people on the station this week who have said that, we'll take those calls as well. 215-592-9494. Let's go out to New Jersey and talk to one of the Charter members of the LTBB Uh-oh. community, my good buddy oh, Brian in New Jersey. What's going on, guys? What's up, buddy? What up? I know you're jacked up. Brian is always uh, hyped for how, this football. Oh, of course, of course. 
And I, I'm happy you brought me in with that, Seltzer, because I was going to tell Elliot that I was in the Marks and Reese, uh, Reese Fantasy League because uh, he he anointed me the leader of the LTBB. Okay, so it's you and Ike, but, uh, I guess. Yeah, nah, nah. I'm riding co-pilot on that wagon. I promise <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, I think we all know that Ike is president, yeah, king, yes. leader, all of so, it. Um, so I'll be careful guys, what I say, I guess, right now. <laughs> nah, yeah, but you guys, you make a good point. I am nervous. I'm not, I'm not like, nervous, especially not for Dwayne Haskins. I promise that. But the O-line is, like, you got to definitely – you can't, like, overlook that, especially with their D-line filled with first-round draft picks, like, we're gonna see Chase Young tomorrow. Like it's, I'm, yeah. I just, I'm very nervous to see an injury, someone like down on the field, a hamstring, anything. Like I'm just nervous about that. But well, let, me, let me really quick. James has brought this up. I think it's an excellent point. I think that you will see more injuries, not yep. just from Jason Peters, but this is the first time these guys have really been like a hundred, hundred percent going, adrenaline in their body. Anywhere close for to a while. real yeah. game speed, like practice, training camp, like you can't simulate yes. that, like. I'm very nervous about that, Bri. I'm nervous we're going to see a lot, especially soft tissue stuff. Yes, yes. But uh, let me bring some optimism real quick. I'll be quick. So, okay. Jalen Rager, I've seen video of him taking punt returns the other day. And, like, I'm not a big college guy, so I don't really see these guys. But I've seen Jalen Rager, and he was, like, making these cuts, like, on a dime. Like, he was looking quick. Like, yeah. I'm hype about him. I'm very hype about him. I'm hype about the defense. I think they're going to be better than people think, like, I think having Darius Slay and adding these corners, I'm so happy we brought Cravon back. That's my dude. I was, like, a little shaky when they dropped him. But I'm going to just say, I think the defense is going to be nice with the pass rush. We're going to have that D-line maybe, like, rotate guys in. Like, I think the pass rush will be top-notch this year. And I'm going to end it with Carson. Look, I think, I think he will have a great season. I think last year, yeah, we played some lower talent. But I think last year, those last games, he realized, like, Look, I don't need to go for the big play. They need to take him outside the pocket, maybe a little rollout, and just do those dumps, those quick passes. Like, if we get those quick passes going, they're, like, we will be able to beat them. Like, I think Carson realizes now, like, look, I can just dump it off, and my guys can do the work for me. I'll get, I, like, the stats will be up there. The points will be up there. Like, it moves the chains. Like, that's, I think he realized, like, he don't need to go for the big play. Well, I, think I-, tomorrow, I think tomorrow you're going to see a bunch of Miles Sanders bunch of Boston Scott, hopefully Miles Sanders, but uh, I love you guys. Yeah, I'm man, thanks hype. for calling. All... You're the best, no bro. No problem. So, well, I remember a moment in the All, all for Nothing, the Amazon series, where uh, I remember, I don't forget what, I think it was the Giants game, the late-season Giants game, not Week 17, but Week 14, I right. think it was. Um, Josh McCown is on the sideline talking to Carson, and he's saying, like, just, you know, quick quick completions. Get get in a roll, almost like a shooter. Like, you know, make a bunch of layups, and you feel better from outside, yeah. unless you're Ben Simmons. That makes sense, but, too. Yeah, like, so I, I do think that there's points that there's truth to that. That being said, they've built this team to go deep. Like, that's what they want to do. Totally. So Carson does need to do that. Now, the offensive line might not allow It's got to be a balance. Yeah. And I will say, though, to the offensive line issues and stuff, like, of all the quarterbacks in the NFL, I would say Carson is in the top group of guys who you think can get out of situations, who can well, make things happen and stuff if if the line breaks down. So at least you do have a quarterback who's not a sitting duck back there. I think he was the top-rated quarterback outside the pocket that last year. That is correct. So he, so he does have that. I know that's a stat people like from pro football focus. <laughs> then when it comes to other ones, obviously. <laughs> then they're a trash website. 592-9494. Let's go to Florida and talk to Ja'Cory. Hey, buddy. What's going on, guy? What up, man? How you doing? Good, man. Um, ready for football. Um, football is back officially tomorrow. Um, Amen. The bad thing about it is 
Um, bad thing about it is, man, the Clippers play tomorrow at once, so I'm gonna be wow. flipping. Yeah, I, no, don't flag. Come on, Eagles yeah. first. Jacore, Dude, also, how are the Clippers? Jacore, how are the Clippers not close out the Nuggets? Yeah, yet, and you know, I say this all the time. Two TVs in your basement. That is the move. I have two TVs. Oh yeah, it's, a, it's the best thing ever. It's gonna happen. Um, I got a question for you, Elliot. Yep. When is the deadline for like teams to activate players from the practice squad for like the active game roster? So you know what? Uh, when... Yeah. So I believe it's today at four o'clock. But the only caveat okay. to that is if a player were to let's say test test positive for COVID tomorrow then I believe they yeah. can bring somebody up up to 90 minutes before yeah. the game. But it has to be COVID-related. But that related. has to be yeah. COVID-related. I think if they're doing it for, you know, they don't think Lane's going to play or maybe they don't think Rager's going to play and you bring up Deontay Burnett, then I think that – I believe that's today at 4 o'clock. Okay, because I think uh, they should bring up – just like Miles is like limited, I think they should bring up Eliza Holyfield, uh, Deontay Burnett, and just one of those linemen, probably like Tega or mm-hmm. somebody, one of those linemen. Um, well, that's yeah, really back. quick. That's the other concern about the practice squad is they don't have any real tackles on there. Go ahead, Corey. Though. Are they going to win tomorrow? Oh yeah, sir. Uh, yeah, I got my own um, score prediction right now. I got a uh, thirty-five to ten. Ooh, Jacory, great call as always. We appreciate it. thirty-five to ten, Elliot. Let's go. Yeah, I can't remember the last time they beat anybody by twenty-five. Yeah, well, hopefully it happens tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if I'm at thirty-five to ten. I'm not. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Give us your reason, reasons for optimism about the Eagles. The Eagles play a football game tomorrow. Let's get excited about it. And I think they win. Elliot thinks they win tomorrow, even if it's a I'm nervous. Li- little more nervous than I am about it. I think they handle business. We'll get more into the game as well. Give us your prediction at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. But with football back, you have to check out my casino and sports. Sportsbook app of choice. Parks Casino Sportsbook app gives you the home field advantage. They're based right here in the Delaware Valley. With Philly football season opening this weekend, and they are a a five-and-a-half point favorite at Washington. You can bet on that now. The over-under is 43 points. You can bet on that now. So many different ways to bet on all the games in action this weekend. Bet on player performances, the score at halftime, how many passing yards a QB will throw, how many rushing yards, number of touchdowns, so much more. Bet online with a name you trust. Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the number one casino in Pennsylvania. Parks Sportsbook app has easy deposit methods, fast payouts, great odds, and outstanding customer service. I can tell you we use it all the time. It's fun, it's intuitive, it's easy. And we got this deal for you. For new customers only, sign up now and get a free $50 sportsbook bet for a limited time. A free $50 bet for all new customers. No deposit required. You just download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. There's a limited time offer now through this Monday at 11.59 p.m., so make sure you get in there. New customers only. Park Sportsbook and Casino. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. James Seltzer, Elliot Short Parks. Coming your way, leading you up. Uh, a little Phillies baseball later tonight, but we do not want to talk about them. Let's just avoid that. <laughs> what really matters is that the Philadelphia Eagles are playing a football game tomorrow. Um, tomorrow right now. Like, tomorrow right now. Like, tomorrow right now, we will all be in front of our t- – well, actually, 
everyone else will be in front of their televisions watching. Elliot, you're actually going to be in an empty stadium in Washington. Yes. That's a really unique thing. Like, what? And obviously, it'll be interesting to hear what you have to say about it after. And you can hear our post game pod at Go Birds Pod, Spotify, iTunes. Audio. It'll be out tomorrow night after the game. Um, and I think it'll be really interesting to hear after it happens what it was like. But what are your kind of expectations for this? totally unique experience you're about to have it's going to be different i mean the only time i've been in a stadium when the eagles scrimmaged there about two weeks ago but we sat in the stands we weren't in the press box so for those that don't know the eagles traveling media is huge i mean we're probably talking 30 35 people that go to each game bigger than any traveling media i've seen for any team out there it's only 10 people tomorrow like wow. they had to cut it down dramatically that i think it's either wild. 10 or 11 so the the press box is going to be socially distanced obviously wearing a mask all the whole the full time uh, taking our temperature before we go in, uh, sitting probably I would say two or three chairs apart. Um, so it's just gonna be it's gonna be a really different, weird experience. Now FedEx is already I think one of the worst stadiums in the yeah, league. That, so that's all you hear from the, everybody. The Merrill visual Reese, Merrill Reese called it a dump on our show yesterday. So yeah, yes. it's not great. I would say another good take by uh, yeah, <laughs> by Merrill's Merrill there, all over but, it. No, I, look, I just not seeing. Normally when I go to Washington, it's half Eagles fans, right? Sure. So it's going to be a very different experience. I'll be interested what the pregame is like. Are the players seeming as hype as they normally are? When it's the fourth quarter, if the game's close, what's the feeling like? So it's just it's going to be very weird, but it's what it's going to be this year. I yeah. mean, even, look, we, we watched uh, Kansas City-Houston on Thursday night, and they had, I think, what, 17,000 fans in the stands, like – that looked that looked like a normal game to me. It on felt TV. weird to me. It but didn't feel weird with to the me. big spaces in the stands. I almost felt weirder than an empty stadium. To we, me in that's a weird like way. to me, it felt like a completely normal game, like the pregame and all that. So, but with having no fans, it's gonna be completely different. So it'll be interesting to see how it it's feels. It's gonna be fascinating. I'm excited to hear what what it was like afterwards. Two one five five nine two ninety four. 94. We're looking for optimism for the Eagles. They play a game tomorrow. They're finally back. Let's talk to our good friend. Some call him Owen. I call him BlackGritty.com. What up, buddy? How are you? Ba 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 ba! Ba 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 ba! Oh, guys, how you doing? What up? How you doing? Man, we all know that Elliot Sore Park hates Christmas, but it is like Christmas around here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas Eve, brother. We open up all packages tomorrow. It's exciting. Mom can't stop me from getting up early tomorrow morning. Oh, it's so exciting. How you doing, guys? Good. We were looking for hype, and then we got, you know, BlackGritty.com on the phone. I want all the music. I want all the smoke. So guess what? I like to go into the season with a, a blank slate of optimism. I heard all the downfalls. I heard all the smoke. Guess what? Until I see it happen, we the Eagles, dog. We are not the Browns, okay? I'm home for steam. I'm home for screens. I'm home for touchdowns, doggy. We got to go again. And that trash panda boo-boo organization with no name is the least of my worries. I don't care about their front. I don't care about their back. I don't care about their side to side. We're going to get this George W. tomorrow, okay? Tomorrow. We ain't going up against the Chiefs tomorrow, okay? I, I might be a little bit worried about it, all right? But <laughs> that might be a lot worried. It's the trash panda boo-boo. We ain't even got a name team, okay? We're going to get this George W, guys. <laughs> Come on, agree with me, brother. Agree with me. <laughs> I'm, you, I'm right there with you. I feel uh, great about tomorrow. I think I think everyone is so focused on this Washington D-line against the Eagles O-line and not the fact that the Eagles win pretty much every other matchup on the field. Like, that's one matchup 
that uh, you know people are just like, oh, they're gonna lose because of that. Like that's crazy. They're right, so right, much so better look, than Washington. First of all, I love Christmas, Owen. It's my favorite holiday of the year. But second what, of all, what, what? Second, <laughs> it seems like it hit a nerve with that yeah, one. Come I'm, on, man. I, I'm already thinking about decorating the house for Christmas. But I, like, this picks up traction in the streets. That's why I love <laughs> this picks up traction. In but here's what I'm like. I think it's it's fair and okay to be nervous about this matchup. Like they present real problems. The Eagles almost lost to this team twice last year. Last year, Washington's everyone says their offense is terrible. They're of their four best games on offense last year, two of them were against the Eagles. Like this team has given the Eagles problems in the past. I think Dwayne Haskins is better than he was last year. I think Terry McLaurin is a stud. Like take away the matchup tomorrow, I think McLaurin is a stud wide receiver. It's a tough matchup. Like they, I think they're going to win. Don't get me wrong, but this is a losable game. Like this is not a lock. You're right. They're not playing the Bengals. They're not playing like the Browns. This is a team that I think has some talent and is going to be a tough game. Well, again, not to kill your was, buzz, man. I'm saying, just, you know, I, no, no. I was saying we're not the Browns. I don't start my season off feeling like about. a piece of trash. Okay? Tell them we're not the Bengals, brother. We are the Philadelphia Eagles, and we're going against a team with conflict, turmoil, new coach. Okay, great. Oh, I thought you were describing the Eagles for a second oh. there. Oh my God! See, this oh, is okay, why nobody believes that you don't hate Christmas. I'm sitting there trying to bring <laughs> my Christmas. You don't get a pumpkin spice latte. Oh come on, man! Anybody in the streets, listen! Don't you serve this man until Monday, okay? He doesn't deserve any pumpkin spice. Go bye! Bye 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 Love you. See you, man. I didn't get a, I did not get a pumpkin spice latte, but I did want one this morning. It felt like it in the air. <laughs> that was the and best. I don't like coffee. That's just my favorite. Yeah, you did yeah. strike a nerve with the Christmas thing there. <laughs> I Elliot, love Christmas. Elliot was like, wait a minute, don't go there, don't go there. Do we can get buy- into this later. In the, <laughs> yeah, with, the, the there's a time and a place. Yeah. Let's go to Del Rand and talk to Bob. Hey, Bob. Hey, how are you doing? I have a couple things. Uh, I know me and Elliot Sharparks have had our battles about. I Same. have a, whole, a total disrespect for Dak Prescott, most overrated player oh, okay. in the NFL. Well, totally. We can talk about that later in the year when they play him. Yeah, exactly. When when Andy Dalton, and you know what's going to be interesting? He'll get hurt. Dalton's going to prove he better be watching his back if Dalton gets in there and performs because he ain't going to have a job. Well, I think Dalton's really good. I don't think Dak's think ever missed too. a game. I think he's, better than, but... he's better than Prescott. Oh, you're <laughs> out of your mind. But continue. Oh, no, no. Are you, no, you don't know football. Dalton's better. How? I guarantee you. I will bet you anything. If he gets in there, Prescott doesn't get his job back. Oh, I'll deal. I'll bet you anything. I'll deal. bet you a if car he, right now. Ten thousand dollars. I mean, I don't got the money like you do, Whoa! apparently. But like Usually uh, yeah. usually on sports radio it's okay. like oh, no, hold on, Bobby, 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 one sec, one sec, Bobby, Bobby, one sec. Usually it's like, I'll bet you pizza. I'll bet you a yeah. hoagie. My he, man went $10,000 or a car, Bob, not messing around. He is a beneficiary of the propaganda that the national media gives. Oh, yeah. And also, all those crazy ch- fans. Dalton basically has been an anonymity, uh, not being seen. I think he's a better anonymity? quarterback. Oh, to be fair, Dalton has, what, what's Dallas Dalton's record in the playoffs? What what's Dalton's record in the playoffs? I think it's like 0 and 7. Yeah, like 0 and 7, right? Dak has won a playoff yeah. game. Dak wins big games. What's the last yeah. big game Dalton won? Get out of here. I can't believe I'm defending Andy Dalton. The day I do not anything. expect an Andy but Dalton. But I do Dak love it. Like the passion. Yeah, I'm loving Bob's the passion. But, I mean, you're absolutely dead wrong about Dak. Like I am dead right about Dak. Okay. Dak's overrated. He's a third round pick. I'll say Jalen Hurd is, has got more talent and is better than him. Wow. Well, I mean, that could be the case. We might find out this year. Who knows? But yeah, Dak, Dak is, I think Dak is, is really, really good. I, put I, him, I have a list here. Okay. I rank him like 17th best quarterback oh my God. in the league. Let me wow. guess. Where do you have Carson on that list? Carson, I have probably about eight or nine. 
All right, that's a little more fair than I expected. But that, I mean, look, let's not get into like the Dak Carson thing. I got yeah. 16. He's very average. He's serviceable. He's got great talent around him. He's got a great line. You put a serviceable quarterback in there, he's going to perform. Bobby, I'm not saying Dak's horrible. I just think he's overrated because of all the hype and his commercials and all the other stuff. What a call, Bobby. What a yeah. call. The, uh, the, if you had asked me what call I was least expecting. He came in hot. It was the coming in hot about Andy Dalton being better than Bet Dak. Betting a car, too. Like. Woo! I mean, I'm not, you know. I've never heard that. I've never heard anyone uh, challenge a host and say, instead of like, I'll bet you, again, like a hoagie or a pizza or a dinner, like maybe like, right. I'll bet you a nice dinner. Like, Although it sounds I'll like bet I just you yelled a car? At. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine how nerve wracking it would be if I actually bet him a car? No. Like watching no. the Cowboys being like, oh my God. No. no I might have to buy this guy a car. I'm way too much invested in Dak Prescott. Taking out loans. Like, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Like, I, I, I love to. Uh, besmirch Dak whenever possible, but I mean, come on, man. Andy Dalton is not better than Dak Prescott. Andy That's Dalton to me is a is is a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. Like, yeah, he's fine, but he's not Dak. It's so silly. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We will take your calls. We'll run them next. We're looking for optimism about the Eagles heading into the game, and of course, predictions. How will this game play out? Eagles, Washington tomorrow at this exact time in this exact place. Tomorrow, make sure you're tuned to 94.1. Merrill, Mike, there will be football. The King. 24 hours from now, right now, there will be Merrill and Mike on your radio. It doesn't get better than that. It's Elliot James. It's Go Birds Radio. Don't go anywhere. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. James Seltzer, Elliot Shore, Parks coming your way till 3 o'clock. Robbie E., I believe, on after us. I'll double check that. But I, I believe so. Robbie yes. E. is Saw on the after tweet us. this morning. The legend. Robbie the legend. E. On after Absolutely us. the legend. Legit legend. And, uh, and then a little Phillies baseball later. So uh, keep it here all day. And of course, tomorrow, one hour from now, we will be, excuse me, 24 hours from now, we will be an hour into the Eagles game already with Marilyn Mike. What will the score be? Oh God! Uh, they get out to a hot start. They haven't done that? it traditionally. So an hour would be like, uh, like uh, almost done the like a, a part way through the second quarter. I would think. Yeah, range. let's let's just say halftime. It's, it won't be halftime, but let's just score at halftime is fourteen ten Eagles, and they pull away in the second half. I think ten seven Eagles. Okay, at half, I could see that a slow start. Look, talk about the like the full season prediction and things they have to be better at. Starting quick is one of them. Remember oh, last year, they were God. getting absolutely smoked at the well, beginning of these really games. Like for Minnesota. Two, for really, for two years in a row, they've, yeah. they've really started and, slow. And I've been very defensive of Doug. I think he's a great head coach. That is one area you can absolutely point to him. Like, he's the one scripting those plays. He's the one getting the team prepared throughout the week. He, It's his fault when they start slow. Like, it's always the player's fault with execution, but a real criticism of Doug is that they do start well, slow. Well, and especially when you go back to 2017, where they just, like, every single game, yeah. it felt like they were so ready to play. They came out on fire so many of those games and it like, goes back to setting the tone like of saying what team you are early on both in the game and in the season and that's why tomorrow all games are important but that's why it's especially important 215-592-9494 we're looking for reasons for optimism for the eagles tomorrow this season and again predictions tomorrow they will head to washington they will play a football game it does matter how do you think it's going to play out let's talk to david on a cell hey david hey guys I love listening to you. I really do. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. And thanks for calling. No problem. I especially like disagree with you, Elliot. Oh, perfect. Then I really appreciate it. I I know you didn't mean it this way, but I have to just point, if you don't mind a constructive criticism, and I mean the sincerity. Yeah, go for it. At the beginning of this show, or towards the beginning of the show, you said, 
we're talking about we want to hear optimism, and you said and you said something about well anybody yeah we want to hear it's going to be blind optimism, but we want to hear optimism. It's very kind of condescending. There are I get it. There are people who call who it's all positive. I understand yes. that, but you're acting like a person cannot have an optimistic view of the season on the Eagles without being blind. I think that's know, that, a, that is a fair that that is fair that is fair criticism. Well, I think what I was trying to say was I think sometimes no. people call with blind optimism, no, but you're I, right. I no, it, there are reasons to be right. optimistic. Yes, but I don't want to take up all my time on that. I just no, had, go for I just it. had to correct that. Okay, yeah. all right. I, I big picture. Whenever anybody, all of us, whenever we go to look at a season, we go, we go okay, we start. We have to start with last season. We have to start with the record. We start, start with the team that was on the field and how good they played. And then we go to, the, okay, okay, now this season, have we gotten better? Have we done and all that? The problem is when people look at the Eagles and they, they judge them this season from last season, they're looking at the team that was on the field the majority of the season and at the end of that season. And that is not a fair comparison in this case, and this is the reason why. Okay, I know it's, it's how they played. I get it. But it's not a, re, a fair comparison because the baseline needs to be what team was on the field at the beginning of last season. They had two major acquisitions, Belief Jackson and Deshaun Jackson, mm-hmm. both basically gone after the first game. We saw what Deshaun Jackson did against the fourth secondary in Washington. I get it. We saw what he did in that first game. And even if he wasn't going to play 16 games, his history was playing between 10 and 13. You play between 10 and 13, this is a team that's probably two wins better. And I don't think that's being unrealistic, considering those games they lost yeah, but the, where I would push back on you, and I, I think that's fair, but where, yeah, I, I, would, fair where I would push back, though, is I think there's more reason to be concerned about the offensive line, which is a bigger part of the team than I, Deshaun or even really – I mean, no, the I, defensive no, line's I, I get it. I, I, I agree with you. But we also agree that starting-wise, if you're going to lose Brandon Books, this was probably the best line a lineup they end up, could end up have, have, have happening based on we didn't know what Andre Dillard was going to be or not be. Mm-hmm. But let me just say this. Okay, I, I grant you that, and, and, and the depth is, is, is really a problem. You know, given big big concern. They get injured. Yep. But, that, but let's look at what they've done. Different. Let's look at the improvements. If you look at the, uh, if you look at the receivers, Deshaun Jackson is back. I think Alshon Jeffrey actually can get a contribute when he starts playing. But you also have Rager. Even you agree that Rager's a pretty good player. I'm not saying he's going to be a star. And, and everyone's saying that J.J. is uh, J.J. is going to be is, – is, is a much better receiver than he was. So receiver, they're far better off than they were last year. Not, I don't think it's really that close. Now, if Deshaun Jackson goes down in the first two games, maybe it's similar. But yeah, but I still think – I still think – Great call, Yeah, David. good call. Really good, good call. Call more often. But, but what I will say to that is, like, even with a healthy Deshaun, they still have one of the worst receiving cores in the league. Yeah. Now, that could change. Like, by week eight or nine, if Rager's way better than we think, well, if John Hyatt contributes. I we... mean, we talked about that. We need to see these guys actually in real games and not just training and, camp to think that they can actually contribute. And, look, to go off of one game is making a lot of it. But to his point, yes, Deshaun was really good in week one last year. Malik Jackson got hurt. They almost lost that game, right? Like, they dominated the second half, but they got dominated in the first half, which brings me back to my thing where you can be optimistic, and I think there are real reasons to be optimistic about the team, but – the game on Sunday is it it should be legit worrisome because if his point's true and you know you get that to Sean from week one, Malik Jackson's healthy, they still almost lost. So this is it is a tough game. I don't think, you know, it, it's not being overly pessimistic to say they could lose this game. Look, Washington plays them tough. Like it's just it's a division game, all type of stuff. It's way not, better head coach. Yeah. Again, though, now I would push back on that to the to the point of the head coach and all that stuff is that you know, a tough situation for Ron Rivera yes. to step into. I mean, my man stepping into a cesspool, a disastrous offseason from an off-the-field perspective, the situation he's stepping into, and then to have to build a staff, you know, 
learn who new players are, all that stuff. Also, while going through cancer, I mean, Ron Rivera is a lot on his yes. plate right now. So I do think that from that perspective, the Eagles definitely have an advantage in terms of a, a coaching staff that has mostly been together and more uh, continuity and all that. Let's go from one David to another David. Hey, David. What's going on, gentlemen? What up, man? How you been, David? Oh, it's you. Yeah, I could tell those yeah. beautiful tones anywhere. What a voice, my friend. <laughs> David in New Mexico. Yeah, How me. are you, buddy? Way out of here in Albuquerque. Hey, um, I just wanted to say a couple things. Um, this offensive line is one injury away from being a disaster. I yes. get that. Yes. But the thing about football no matter how you dress it up, no matter how you, you know, put things all, all around it and whatnot, how fancy and fancy you can do it, it comes down to blocking and tackling. I think this offensive line should come off, hit this defensive line in the mouth, expose their will, and have Miles Sanders run all over them. That's the one guy that I'm thinking that is really going to have a good game tomorrow. I want to see Miles Sanders go off, and I want to see that offensive line punish the defensive front. And I don't care – if if it takes you know uh, all game to do it, all right. You come out with a, a one point win. You come out with a one point win. This is the Washington no names. Okay, they play the Eagles tough. They always do. Division games are always like that. But I think this team has a different motivation this year. I think they got a track team for a wide receiver core, and they haven't had that in years. You give Carson Wentz better weapons, you're going to get a better Carson Wentz, and I think. Everything is on the plate for him. And I agree with you, Elliot, and I don't agree with you very often, Elliot, but I do agree with you here. I do agree with you here. With everything that Carson has in front of him right now, it's up to him. It really is up to him. It's It's up to him. And I think he will come through exactly the way he did in 17. He's healthy. He doesn't have to worry about injuries. All he has to do is go out there and play. And he knows he doesn't have to do it all by himself. This offense has the potential that offensive line stays together to be an absolute juggernaut. One guy I'm actually looking forward to watching play is J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. I like the underdog. I like the comeback player. I like the guy who hadn't said anything all, all the offseason. Hadn't heard anything from him, except he's going out there and trying to execute. I want to see if this guy has the mental toughness that he had when he was at USC. I want to see. Well, he's he had, had a good camp, so I, I agree with yeah, that. I mean, Stanford, at Stanford. Yeah, yeah Stanford. and so I want. I want to see. I want to see if he. I want to see if he can. If he has that intestinal fortitude to go out there and put everything behind him and just go out there and play ball and act like he belongs. So two All two right? things. And appreciate the call, David. Man. Great yeah. call, man. Good to hear from two, you. Call us things, more often. Two things off of that. Um, the first I would say is like the Eagles having a track team at receiver. I started the show by saying I'm excited to watch them. I'm excited about watching these young players. You said you're excited to watch Deshaun. I am too. The issue is that, yes, they're fast, but they're unproven. So, like, that, to me, you can't just – and I'm not saying he said this, but we don't know what you're going to get from the receiver position. A good point I think he made was the Eagles' offensive line should be the aggressor tomorrow. And I think that's what they're going to want to be. As talented as this Washington defensive line is, when's the last time they were discussed as, like, one of the best in the league? When's the last time the Eagles really had problems with them? It's a great point. The, the last five times Eagles have played Washington. It's Ryan Kerrigan. Kerrigan's always the guy we talk about as giving the Eagles issues. And it was really just that one game against Vitae. I mean, because I, I can't remember if I said this on the Midday Show, but James, if I had to tell you, in the last five games the Eagles have played Washington, so since, uh, yeah, last five games, how many sacks do you think they have? Well, I would have guessed that, that Kerrigan has like five alone. Yeah. So I would say like ten? Seven. Really? They like 
that's really that Washington's is a lot defensive less than I would have expected. Line, Washington's defensive line is talented, but when you look, they very rarely have put it together. Where on the flip side, I would say the Eagles' offensive line always ends up putting it together. Well, and to that point, one thing that we've talked so many about the O-line problems, but yet have not talked nearly enough about the fact that the Eagles have the best offensive line coach in football. Yes. Like, Jeff Stoutland is that good at his job that, like, I do think he deserves a little benefit of the doubt that he's going to be able to to put some pieces together and figure out, at least you know, injuries aside, that that's the big concern. And Jason Kelsey said that this week. He kind of had a really good long answer talking about the offensive line and why he's maybe not as worried about other people uh, as other people are. And he said, look, at the end of the day, Jeff Stoutland shows he can figure this out. Yep. And that's why my thing is, like, for tomorrow, if, if, you know, Lane plays or whatever, like, I trust the line tomorrow. The thing is, people are going to get injured. It's football. It happens. We've seen it, especially with this team. And I just don't see where the depth is on this offensive line. I don't. Now, they've already, they've already suffered a few injuries, so I don't know if you could, like, completely kill Howie for it. But they're not built to sustain more than one or two injuries. We're not even talking about the possibility like Jason Kelsey could get hurt, yeah. right? Well, so, any, yeah, and I mean, we haven't talked about any of those for, type of For one things. game, I think they're okay. I'm just like when you project a full season, that's where I'm more concerned. Yeah, and again, the depth is a real issue, and offensive line is not the type of position where you can just go out and grab guys. Like, you know, it's hard to find quality offensive linemen on the waiver wire. Like that's, Look what Vitae got Exactly, because yes. they are on teams and they are paid money. So I'm with you. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Texas and talk to Garrett. Hey, Garrett. What's up, guys? What up, man? How you been, buddy? Uh, good. It's been a, a crazy couple of weeks. I haven't been able to call, but uh, I'm here today. So well, you I'm got happy. in the most important Happy to have you back, yeah. buddy. Yeah, all right. All right. So I've come with my hypothetical for you. Thank you. Perfect. That's what we expect. If you made a call without a hypothetical, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Hey, you and me, I've had some time <laughs> to think about it, right? So, <clears throat> all right. And, and y'all, y'all's uh, Washington D-line talk right there just kind of made me a little bit scared because I was feeling really good about this one. But let's try it out anyway. So you're given the opportunity as Howie Roseman. You have to trade four first-round picks. But you have the opportunity to trade or, sorry, switch depth charts at defensive line with Washington or uh, offensive specialist with the Cowboys. Which one would you rather do? Wait, so uh, what was I, the first-round pick? So part, basically you trade, you trade four first-round picks, and you get to decide if you want Washington's D-line oh, or wow. Dallas's <laughs> skill positions. You're talking Ezekiel as well in that? Or? Four first-round yeah, picks yeah. is a lot to give up for so, anything, I would say. I would not do it for yeah, Dallas's I, skill four, position four, four picks, Four first-round picks is too much for me. Washington's defensive mm. line? I mean, look, I think I think Chase Young is going to he be He might be worth two alone right Yeah, there. he is. I think he's going to be one of the, the great defensive ends in football for the next decade and, plus. You and know, keep so. in mind, he's not saying you're trading the Eagles defensive line. Oh, no, you are saying you swap. Okay, you're you are. All right. Yeah, you're you swapping. swap. I would cons- – So it would be I a f- bigger upgrade from the talent you have now. And we're just talking – like that's Montez the thing is Sweat, it's, it's really Young, just the wide Matt receivers Einitis. with Dallas because, like – you know, yes, Ezekiel Elliott's definitely better than Miles Sanders, but Miles is younger. It's not like a massive difference Agreed, there. Yes. And tight ends, the Eagles have better tight ends, so you'd really just be upgrading to those three wide receivers from your wide receivers, and the D line. You're obviously upgrading from some talent in the middle there. To I definitely would not give up four first round picks to do it, no matter. You what. You wouldn't do it for Washington's defense nah, line. I wouldn't. I I would that that's the one I would consider more of the two. They're more valuable positions, but I still don't think I'd do it. 
I'd consider it. I think it's a good hypothetical. Four is a lot. Three I would definitely do, I think, because you're getting Chase Young, you're getting Montez Sweat, you're getting Deron Payne, you're getting these young guys. Four is just, I mean, that's it's an eternity. Well, so here's my thought process, right? I, I would do it for the defensive line for Washington. Mm-hmm. I would give up two alone for Chase Young. Yes. Well, so, that's, the, that's the one that I, makes it interesting because, yes, he is a super valuable asset. We yeah, think. I mean, Khalil Mack got two, so, I mean. Right, well, at least, well Khalil Mack had, had, had flashed in the NFL before, but, yes. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was a defensive <laughs> right. player of the year. I mean, he yes. played in the NFL, like shown it in the NFL. It was bad, bad yeah. word of flashed, but proven it in the NFL, I should say. Right. But it's a really... I do have. Go ahead, Garrett. Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, I do have one question, though, for Elliot. Sure. Um, so, you know, I am terrified about this offensive line. It's 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 not good. Um but like Prince, like wasn't he a first or second round talent to fell because of you know injury? Injuries. Like why isn't he getting more hype? It's a good question. If, I I didn't think they would. Good. Yeah, Great I mean, call, I, I didn't think they would cut him. I thought risking him to waivers was risky, right? I mean, I thought that that was that he would potentially get claimed. I mean, the fact that he fell and then also didn't get claimed. I mean, James just said it, and it's correct. If you're really good, if you're even an intriguing offensive lineman at this point, you're getting picked up yep. and signed. So, yeah, even you, you are correct that he was going to be, I think, a first or second round pick based off talent, but there were huge concerns about his knees. So, look, he's there, but again, like for tomorrow, does that help him? For I, I don't know. So maybe long term he can turn into something, but I don't think you can view him as somebody that can come in and play right now for sure. Very clearly, and and again, that's the problem with the entirety of the depth on this offensive line i mean like you feel probably okay with prior playing guard which he's gonna have to play obviously but then right. past that once prior's a guard or if it's herbig do they want herbig to play guard so prior because he can play tackle and guard well, they don't even know who's starting it well, that's they, the point right. that's what i'm going to but again either way the points whoever those backups are like you don't feel good about anyone coming in in any position you know literally right i mean maybe the best you would feel is say amalu filling center. in for Kelsey, yeah, but, but then, then you don't have a left, left guard. guard so it's yeah. yeah it is uh i think i like you've said multiple times i think the um the offensive line if if lane and peters and kelsey and samalo all stay are healthy there. are there like it can be a solid to good nfl offensive line it's just literally one injury can break and they're Everything. already dealing with it. With yeah, Lane. it's a big deal. But speaking, Elliot, of the offensive line, today's player to watch brought to you by the tri- your Tri-State Toyota dealers, proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Elliot, who is our player to watch today? Again, brought to you by your Tri-State Toyota dealers. It's Jason Peters. It has to be, it right? To it's be. the guy we've been talking about over the last week, the guy that got the money he wanted to move to left tackle, the guy that is going to be, like, Lane might play, but Lane's not going to be 100%. Jason is, in theory, 100%. I think Jason's played better over the last two years and he's given credit for. He's a key to the game tomorrow. If he falters, like, if Jason plays and struggles, man, that could get ugly because you don't know what's going on with Lane. You don't know who's going to be starting there. You don't know how the right side of the line and is going And you don't know be. if Lane can even, if he starts, can he finish? That's exactly. another one. Like, we always say it with Peters, but Lane's, like, if he does play, is going to be gutting it out. And that's why I think Jason is definitely the player to watch because you there's so much questions on the right side of the line. You need that left side to be strong. And Isaac Samalo is a good player. Jason Kelsey says all the time he thinks he's one of the more underrated players. 
like he's not good enough to be out there if they don't have a quality left tackle, in my opinion. It's hard for any guard, let alone one that's not like a Pro Bowl type player. So to me, it's Jason Peters. Absolutely. Yeah, I literally couldn't agree more for me. My player to watch as well, uh, brought to you by your Tri State Toyota dealers, proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles, has to be Jason Peters, considering the week he had, the tumult, everything like Bullseye on him. They so. need and they need him. They need him desperately to show up to play and to and to Finish the game, you know. Yeah. Miss a player too, okay, but like they need Jason Peters to get through that one. Elliot, I think you are dead on with that. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Get on the line. Give us some optimism. Let's talk about tomorrow's game. Obviously, we've had some nerves here, some you know positivity and, and a mix of negativity uh, with the calls. Um, I, I feel pretty confident about tomorrow. What say you? Again, it's Go Birds Radio. It's James Seltzer. It's Elliot Shore Parks. And again, don't forget, now that football is back, it is time to get involved and make some money. And my casino and sports app of choice, Parks Casino Sportsbook app, gives you the home field advantage. They're based right here in the Delaware Valley. Philly football season opens this weekend, and they are a five-and-a-half-point favorite at Washington. The over-under is 43 points. You can bet on both those things. There are so many different ways to bet on all the games in action this weekend. Bet on player performances, the score at halftime, how many passing yards will the QB throw, how many rushing yards, number of touchdowns, so much more. Bet online with a name you trust. you got to bet with Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the number one casino in Pennsylvania. Parks Sportsbook app has easy deposit methods, fast payouts, Great odds and outstanding customer service. You need to get this app. Here's the deal. Download the app, and for new customers only, sign up now and get a free $50 bet for a limited time, a free $50 sportsbook bet for a limited time, free $50 bet for all new customers. No deposit is required. Just download the app or go to parkscasino.com PA, and here's the key. Use my promo code GOBIRDS, that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, GOBIRDS. This limit time offer is up now through this Monday at 11.59 p.m., so get in now for new customers only. Park Sportsbook, you must be 21 and in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Crazy to think that we are less than 24 hours now away from the start of Eagles football. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. James Seltzer, Elliot Shore Parks. Coming your way. Getting excited, Elliot. This uh, whole talking about optimism, mm-hmm. talking about reasons for excitement is getting is getting the juices flowing for me. And it's been happening. It's been a, a gradual process, but I'm 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 really getting well, there. The, I'm really starting to feel like football is really happening. The question I have for you is so last Monday night we record the preview pod. Yes. Granted, it was one of our only pods we've recorded. I think we started at like seven thirty, eight o'clock. It was a little late. Yes, we're normally a long day already. We're an afternoon record crew. You were feeling a little down about the team. I was. If I remember correctly, on last year's All or Nothing, you picked them to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> My question would be for I you. I sure did, buddy. As it gets closer. Thanks for the reminder. That no was problem. Indelibly forever, Amen. you know, kept on Amazon Prime. It's I great. said I thought they had the best set of receivers in the league. You did. Now, injuries impacted both of our predictions, <laughs> to be fair. I guess just as kickoff gets closer, I know you, I know how you are. You you getting, is the, is the you know, the you're optimism a little, yeah, growing? Yeah. Are, you, are you going to nine yeah. and seven now? I'm at nine and seven. Oh, 10 yeah. and six. I'm at nine. Now, not not quite a ten and six yet. Okay, but I'm at nine and seven. But if Carson come comes out and just dominates in week one, I'm gonna be like twelve and 12 four. Twelve and four, no question. Yeah, let's go. 
Let's go. Well, the, uh, look, I won't. I probably won't be there, but <laughs> but that's the thing. Like that's the point I've made that Carson is is the guy that can do that, right? Like if Car if they win tomorrow, let's say the defense dominates, like they win this game. Let's say they win tomorrow, like nine to seven, so like which probably will not happen. But the feeling won't be the same. Like Carson is the one that drives the the uh, feeling Excitement. of this team. Yeah, no question. The ceiling, like that. He's the guy, and. The offensive line concerns are real. We've discussed it. I still think Carson should be held to the standard of being special. Well, and I, look, I think that, it, you know, I think if you ask most Eagles fans, if if the negative ones are wrong, if the ones were in the middle, the 8 and 8, 9, 7, if we're all wrong, and this team does have a special year, and, and it's like 2017, it'll, be, Carson. Just, it'll be because of Carson. Like, yeah. that'll why. It'll be, it'll be because Carson is is playing like an MVP. Because when you look at the 2017 roster, it's another example of just how, like, <clears throat> being special just matters like your attitude where you're at how you're feeling going into the game your confidence level but when you look at the team like the offensive line was better for sure defensive line also probably better I would say but who on that team outside of Carson were you like wow they don't have a player like that anymore um I mean maybe Malcolm I guess I mean I'm big yeah, on Jalen but, but again, Fletcher like, yeah no I think it's a really good point like who who on that roster would you say you know what if they could take that player and put him on this team it would change things? I don't know if it is. It really is just Carson was special that year. Yeah, two one five five. Well, Nick Foles. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's talk to Billy T in Princeton. William. Yo, Jimmy Elliott. Yo, you guys are great. Yes. <laughs> what up, man? Listen, I'm optimistic. I assume. I'm going to start off at eleven and five. Is very possible. Okay. I, you know what? I believe you let young athletes play and show their worth, de- develop who they are. Mm-hmm. We see it across, you know, the parking lot with two weeks, uh, two Phillies, the third baseman and the center fielder Hazley. So I gotta, I gotta tell you, I think our offensive line let Pryor play. Let Driscoll get out there and mix it up. You know, he comes from a good program. Let, let's let him go. And see what we got. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have three solid guys in a row. We have a center, a left guard, and a left tackle. We've got speed on the outside. And I'm going to tell you the sleeper is Corey Clemens. He's coming back healthy, right? Yeah, well, he, he had a quad injury in this week, but I think, he's, I think he's okay. But he's he had an outstanding training camp. He looked – I don't want to use the word fullback because that makes it sound like he was slow, but he looks, like, bigger than he was last year, but just as quick. Like, he was – an intimidating presence going through that uh, that line of scrimmage, I thought. Yeah, and the, and the moment is not too big for him. Well, yeah, I mean, we saw that in the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. So what, what so, you're saying that what you're saying that I really like and I enjoy what I, I enjoy is I want to play the younger guys. I agree with you. Like I like the idea of John Hightower getting you know seventy percent of the snaps tomorrow. I want to see what Driscoll can do. I wish that's the path they were going. My only concern is there are going to be obvious growing pains with that, and I'm not sure that sometimes the expectation meets I, it, what those growing pains the, will be. The one thing you said, correct, that I agree with is the depth. Yeah. But you got to develop depth and get Lane back healthy. Don't put them out there because you got to put them out there. Because you don't have, let these other guys play. I want to see what they, the Aussie guy can do. You know, on the defensive side of the football, we got bit, bigger at linebacker. We have speed at linebacker. We changed the secondary up. But I think the interior line, and I think Josh Sweat is going to make a big move forward. I love it, Billy. Great call, as always. The optimism seeping through with Billy T. Let's keep it going. Let's talk to our good buddy in Tabernacle. Hey, Patrick. 
James Salter and Elliot, man. How are you guys? What up? What up? How you doing? Elliot, listen, are you going to do your, like, dancing Homer impression out in the middle of the stadium? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I picture you, like, in the middle of nowhere, and you, like, get the spotlight on you and bust the move. Well, I mean, James you know? has seen me dance well, before. Yeah. I'm a couple I, moves. Yeah, a couple moves. A move sure. or two. I mean, I had a few drinks in me, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> listen, the, um, I think it's going to be an Eagles win tomorrow, and I just, I just expect a lot of ugliness, not just with Eagles, you know what I mean? But Across the it, NFL, it could look very ugly. Yeah, I think you're right about that, yeah. Unless you're and, Kansas and City, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's true. like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be, like, you know, a little optimistic, but, you, you know, I, you, they, they tell you to take the, take the season in quarters, so this, like, first marking period for everyone is going to be definitely a school. But, you know what, I just think, for some reason, I just think the Eagles are going to be, it, it's just going to be, man, the ball's going downfield all day. I, I just, I don't know why. Well, but. and, you know, it's interesting as you say, like, well, the Eagles will do it. And I think that's something that they've earned to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been in the playoffs the last three years. They've been a consistently good team. I mean, how many times in the last 15 years have they been a team that's like 6-10, and 4-12, and Yeah, 12, not right? many. So, not many. So, yes, the concerns are there, but even the most pessimistic person, I think, would say they will be competing for a playoff spot. Yeah. So, you, you are right yeah. about that. And I do think their desire to, move, to throw it downfield, we will see that tomorrow. I, you know, the, I, I think the Eagles are 8-8, eight and eight, and and somehow I think we get in the playoffs. I don't know if 8-8 eight eight will do it. It might but. look, Patrick, great call as always. Appreciate it, brother. Um, look, it, with eight with seven playoff teams, like, it is going to be interesting. Uh, you know, there are NFC be a is tough, more, though. Uh, it's tough. The NFC is way tougher than the AFC. There's no question about that. But I feel good about the Eagles making the playoffs, obviously. I think I mean, you, you feel less good. You, well, I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think but, they're going to make the playoffs. Right. So. But, I mean, if you look at the other divisions, you could argue each division has three teams. It's tough, man. Maybe not better it's than tough. the Eagles, but are, like, legit yeah. playoff teams. So. 215-592-9494. Let's find out what he's mad about today. Mad Mike. Hey, buddy. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, man. What are you, what, are you mad today? Oh, I'm always mad. I know. <laughs> that, that's what I, the answer I was expecting. So, I don't know. I wish I could be as positive as some of your callers or drink whatever they're drinking or smoke whatever they're smoking. You had one guy said, Miles Sanders is going to have a big day. Miles Sanders hasn't practiced in over two weeks. Like, I don't know if these people are paying attention to this team at all, and they're just showing up because it's game one. I mean, let's be really honest about this team. Uh, Derek Barnett hasn't practiced. Anthony Hargrave is still injured. Uh, the offensive line is in shambles, and, like, one guy gets injured, and th- that's the season. And we have – I don't know who one guy was saying we have linebackers. We have no linebackers. Elliott's playing linebacker this weekend. Well, I, I think mean, Eagles linebackers are better than people give them credit for. But I, I don't look, think so at all. Okay. And, well, we disagree. And, to your Really quick before you keep going, because I want to talk about Miles. I, I agree with you that expecting Miles to have a big game tomorrow is tough. He hasn't played in a long time. Where I would push back, though, is I think of any position, it's easiest for the running back to step in and do it. Just now he's injured, and that's without part of it. But I'm saying without practice, yeah. yes. Yeah, but also I worry about like soft hit. Like these guys haven't gone through much of a training camp. Like we're already injured, and like the injuries are just going to be unreal. And like everybody keeps saying that like our defensive backfield improved. We have Jalen Mills in a new spot. We don't have Malcolm Jenkins, even though I thought it was time for him to go anyway. We have one cornerback, and he came off a suspect season last year. And no one on the other side. And I, I don't know where this optimism is coming from. And I just went through the schedule, 
and we could be two and four in the first six weeks. What a breath but, of fresh air, Mike. It's so funny you know, to picture you at home the, just so mad. We're like, all right, schedule. give us your Eagles optimism. Yeah. Mike's like, no way, buddy. No, no way. All, all of your points, look, yeah, all no, of your points no, not, are completely fair. Yeah, I'm not I, saying you're wrong. I'm saying there's I, a there's, I, I think that the focus on the offensive line issues have kind of overshadowed other issues on the team. Can I say one other thing? Absolutely. Yeah, go for uh, it, man. Like, where are we getting the 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 rush from? For our defensive ends are garbage. Like, well, Brandon, okay, I, I just, think garbage okay. is too far, Mike. Okay, yeah. well, let me let me point this out to you, Brandon Graham. Everybody said, oh, he had a great season last year. Eight and a half sacks, but three of those sacks mm-hmm. came against the Jets line that I could get sacks against. So really, he had five and a half sacks on over fifteen games last year. Derek Barnett's a head case that is proving that he wasn't worth a first round draft pick. Other than that. Where are we getting our edge rush from? Mike, great call. Now I know Even what if it, it was a depressing call. It was a great call. Now I know what other people feel like probably to listen to me sometimes. Ah, it's like, <laughs> oh, enough with this. Yeah. All right. I just but, want to be positive today. Look, I thought look, his points were fair. I mean, there was yeah, certainly well a, thought out. It wasn't a mad just, yeah. spin to it. But <laughs> where, where I would push back on him about the defensive line, a though, mad is, spin to yeah, it is good. A mad Mike spin. Yeah. But, uh, I think the interior of the defensive line helps the defensive end. And I get that Brandon Graham is not a big sack person. It's just not who he is. But he's a good football player. He, he's a very good yeah. defensive end. And yeah. now this is and optimism. But I think, Josh Sweat, yeah. I think Josh Sweat, I think Josh Sweat's gonna have a good year. I look, Derek Barnett, I agree. I'm out on Derek Barnett. Yeah, I, I am too. I mean, anything you get from him at this like, point. I, anything you give him at this point is I expect lucky. nothing. It's a shame. It's a shame. But I do agree with your point. Look, if they are as good on the inside as we think they could be, and like yeah. who knows with Hargrave that you pray he can come back, but if he can, I mean, that will help the guys on the outside. Like pressure on the inside helps the outside. Mm-hmm. Like they can make better players or worse players on the outside look better by by pressure coming from the inside. And as a well. point you make a lot, which I think is a great one, and I have to remind Ooh, myself sometimes. Keep saying it. Yeah, is <laughs> everything he said is true? But you could have a caller from every team yep. call in and bring up those points. Like we are very close to the Eagles, right? There's other teams in other cities that haven't been to the playoffs in years. Yep. So I agree, all those are fair, but. The Eagles have also earned the benefit of the doubt of like, give them a little bit of a benefit that they know what they're doing, and if it doesn't work out, then then we'll talk about it. But I do, and I don't think they're a playoff team. But I think that we're too close to the situation. Totally. Sometimes. Mike Quick was on with the midday show uh, yesterday, and he said that something he likes to do every week is to listen to the opposing radio. Like he listens to what? It's a great idea. And he's like, let me tell you guys, they're saying the exact same things about their offensive line in Washington. The exact same things. Like, mm-hmm. no one has any trust in that line. They think it's going to be a disaster, this and that. And, like, I think that that is happening a lot. Like I always say, I think that's happening a lot more places than just here. It's just we get very myopic, and, and rightfully so. We care about the Eagles, but I do think that that does end up, you know, kind of it skewing is, our perspective. It is funny to listen go through position, position, though. Like, <laughs> this guy sucks. This guy's garbage. He's always mad. 215-592-9494. Let's go to KOP and talk to Chris. Hey, buddy. Yo. Thanks for calling, man. Is, is it time to turn two? I'm, I'm just <laughs> Chris is the, the king of turn two. <laughs> I told you I would call. You guys are doing a great job. It, I Thanks. listen to you guys all the time. Thanks. Really hey, appreciate um, that. Did anybody give an Eagles chant yet? I'm just curious. Give me one, buddy. No, I actually answered the call. Can my son do one? Uh, that is Absolutely. even better, my friend. Even better. Okay, Chris, they want you to. Okay, when we're done. So um, I normally don't talk, right, James? No, Chris is um, a but, big uh, uh, give a give a side topic answer. But yeah, that's it. But um, so Zach Ertz, he's in for this year and next year, right? I mean, correct contract. Yeah. So, um, what do you think if he plays out this year, next year, what kind of uh, pick do you think if they traded him? I don't want them to trade him, but if they did, 
Um, what do you think? I mean, what kind I, of I mean, pick? I think best case scenario would be a late first, and that's if you get a lot of interest, and that's if he he has a great year. I think you can realistically get a second though. Like he's been a consistent player. He suffers injuries, but doesn't miss time, and he plays a critical position. I actually wrote an article today on 940p.com listing teams I think could have interest in him. And I think there's five or six teams with enough cap space out there that to make a move for him to help their young quarterback. So I think you could get a second-round pick. Hello? Yeah, we're here. I'm sorry. My dogs are going nuts. I'm no, sorry. it's all good. It's all good. You want, it, you want it, your son to give us that Eagles chant, Chris? Chris, you want to do an Eagles chant? You ready? Let me put, can I put it on the speaker? Yeah, go bring it. it. Hold on. Here he goes. Ready? One, two, three, go. Yeah! Awesome, man. Sorry. Chris, that right, was thanks. awesome. Thanks for the call, brother. That is, uh, Eagles are, now I feel incredibly confident the Eagles are 12 and 4. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I'm back. We're, so, let's go. Mad Super Mike, Bowl. Mad Mike was how I think people hear me when I call in. That <laughs> voice was how I think I sound when I'm saying what Mad Mike was thinking. That's how I, that's how I feel my voice sounds in real life. <laughs> oh, so. it's not quite that high, don't worry. 215-592-9494. One more segment to go. Robbie E. coming your way after that. Phillies baseball later on tonight. And, of course, Marilyn Mike tomorrow, 1 o'clock on this station. Cannot wait. Give us your reasons for optimism. One segment to go. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. One segment to go for Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Sportsbook and Casino. Rob Ellis coming your way next. Let's head right back to the phone, squeeze as many in as we can before we get out of here, and let's talk to my good buddy T in Collegeville. Hey, T. Hey, what's up, big dog? How you Happy doing, weekend, man? man? Happy Eagles weekend. Yeah, How man. Happy that. What a, what a good <laughs> yes, T. Happy Eagles weekend. How nice is it is to say that? It's great. It's fantastic. All right. Let's start with some business points for Smellyot for one. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard that name since like fifth, uh, fourth grade, young. <laughs> Strong. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it, it lends a, itself. Yes. Go ahead. Um, you got a two and five quarterback, a quarterback with less than two hundred yards a game, a quarterback with a QBR of twenty eight and a completion percentage of fifty eight. Are you worried about this guy? Are you kidding me? You talking about Dwayne Haskins? Of course, I'm talking about Dwayne Haskins. You, like, yeah, but but, all right, but, but you're including – look, I'm not saying Dwayne Haskins is like a top-ten quarterback. My only point is he ended the season really strong. I think his last two games he had a quarterback rating over 120. He had a quarterback rating of 120 against the Eagles. He had two touchdowns, no interceptions. So I'm not, like, you know, banging the wagon for uh, for Dwayne Haskins to be like a comeback player of the year MVP candidate, but I do think he is – he showed last year improvement, and he can be an issue for this team. I mean, he can be. No, he's, he's not, not going to be an issue. Those numbers. Okay. Well, he was last year. So no, no, they, those numbers are just. He has Terry McLaurin, and he had Adrian Peterson. He doesn't. Well, have he has Adrian Terry McLaurin now. this year he too. Ha- he didn't have. He didn't have Trent Williams now either. So there's okay. a lot of things that can go back and forth with. I'm just saying, in short, you're wrong about this. All right, there we go. See why you say that? You're looking at the the, the numbers. You're not looking at the eye test, I guess, because it's just way off. But anyways, let's get okay. to the next point. Um, what I want to look at, you said positivity. So, well, positivity I'm looking for for the Eagles is, is this. I want to know our new identity, okay? And I want to see what our identity can contribute to these, these players that we have, this roster that we have. I also am looking at our coaching staff with so many additions to the coaching staff and the ability to just boost the whole system. Uh, I'm looking for that. So those are, those are my two key high points that I'm looking at as far as in a whole. 
Uh, and then the young roster talent as well from the young rookies. Uh, I was big on John Hightower. I was huge mm-hmm. on that. And then, uh, Seltzer, are you ready to admit yet? I mean, I've been one of the biggest Big V supporters before he even left. You ready to admit I was right about that? Well, you didn't listen to the show earlier, T? Are you listening? No, I, I literally I said, I wish Big V were here. They weren't going to pay him $50 million, but, like, he was incredibly valuable being able to play both tackle positions, both guard positions, like an incredibly valuable player. I've been saying that for so long because well, they should have got him and snipped it in the butt before. T, great minds think alike, there brother. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for calling, buddy. Enjoy no the Eagles tomorrow, man. Good to talk to you. Let's keep it going. Let's talk to another good friend of mine, Dennis in Mount Laurel. Hey, Dennis, how are you, sir? The dynamic duo. What Ooh, up, man? I like that's a new one. I like that. <laughs> Extra sensory perception, of course. Boom. Seltzman. Seltzman. <laughs> Seltzman sounds cool. It's good. I'm a fan. Hey, what do, hey, Seltz, what do you think about this uh, KP stuff? You know, with going to left and then getting the money what's your take on all that i i mean as i've said multiple i i i hate him like it's the way i feel about it like i'm so angry about it i Isn't think it, they made doug look like a fool through the whole he process made, they made him look terrible yeah made no i'm, I'm very disappointed i'm look on a on a very basic level i'm happy that he is playing left tackle because i do think that that is the best spot for him to be at and they need him there yeah, but, the but i'm really bu- no i'm with you i'm really bummed with the way it all played out i'm not you but know, we can move forward Go you know and, and and you know he should have been Angelo's weasel of the week is what he should have been. But uh, that's a, that's another story. So, yeah, I'm predicting tomorrow a double-digit win. If we can't beat these stinking – well, are not the Redskins anymore. The Washington football team by double digits, you know, we don't deserve to be – you know, we deserve to beat it by double digits. That's my take, self mm-hmm. man. Dennis, a pleasure, my friend. I agree with you. I think uh, I think they went by double digits. Did they beat him by double digits either game last year? No. Okay. Uh, it might have been 10. The, but week they one, was up- it? No, week one was 32-27. Oh, that's to right. They had the touchdown at 32 the end of the, uh... So it was double. They had the touchdown that kind of made it closer right. than it appeared at the end. But And then the second one was obviously close, the Greg Ward touchdown. All right. Uh, 215-592-9494. Terrence in North Philly. T, is that you? Yeah, My man. man. Listen, listen. I got some things to get off my chest. First of all, am I the only person that can't, that can't see the football team with a big beat? <laughs> I can't say it with a speak speech. It's it's weird to it is, it is ridiculous. Weird. It's weird to tell but, us. Yeah. But angry Mike, let me let me let, let me reach out to Angry Mike for a second. How how dare you get on here and tell me you don't think the fans is in touch with the team or paying attention with the team? And then called Javon Harvey. Anthony I, Harvey. dude, I, I was kind of, <laughs> I said it to Elliot. I made a little face, like I'm. So, I didn't want to interrupt him, but I'm very with you. Then and Brandon Graham had nine and a half sacks last year, not eight and a half. That's another thing. And, and, and wait, wait. Overall, I feel like with not with, with, with without having a, a a real true off camp preseason on the team that we really haven't had a chance. Mm-hmm. So my optimism comes from looking forward to seeing what we have. The unknown almost. Make, exactly. The, the unknown opposed to trying to have all of these unhealthy predictions of what they think of being hard and dramatic like Mad Mike when you really don't know what you have yet. Let, let, let's see him on the field. And Elliot, my, 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 my thing with you, Elliot. Elliot, Elliot. All right, let's hear it. How can you be so high on Dak Prescott and so low on Carson Wentz, right? Well, but I don't. I don't think those are. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. You will praise Dak like he is the second coming of Jesus. 
and, and, and this hit there and say that, that, that Carson Wentz, oh, he got so much to lose. But listen, the last, that, that last game, that, that playoff de- uh, deciding game where Carson Wentz playing with absolutely nobody and Dak Prescott had a, a healthy team, a, a healthy offense, he could not pull it off. Dak mm-hmm. Prescott is not is not the centerpiece of that offense. That running game is. If the running game ain't clicking, they not winning. You can't say the same in Philadelphia because Carson Wentz is is is, is, is a difference between a game manager and and, and 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 a playmaker. Carson Wentz is a playmaker. He's a quarterback. Dak Prescott is paid to manage the game, and that's why he ain't get a check yet. Well, look, I know we're great calls always. We're up against it. Really appreciate it. The really only quick thing I'll say is I think that I have Dak and Carson rated a lot closer than he thinks he does. But I think those were fair points. Yeah. And if we Uh, had another hour, I would certainly debate them. Yeah. We we could use another hour. It's been fun. Really? Uh, All right, Elliot. I know we've done it on the podcast, but for those who do not listen to podcasts, which you should be doing, check us out iTunes, Spotify, rate, review, at GoBirdsPod on Twitter, all that stuff. But for those who don't, your official prediction for tomorrow's game in Washington. Eagles 27, Washington 24. I think they, I just think they find a way to win the game. I don't think it'll be pretty at times. I think the offensive, like if Lane doesn't play, I'm not going to switch my prediction, but it obviously makes you feel a lot worse. I just think they somehow find a way. Doug's never lost an opener. I'm pretty sure Carson's never lost. Yeah. Doug's 4-0 in openers for sure. So yeah. So I, I just think they find a way. Yeah, and look, Carson, yeah, we uh, he's never lost one either because yep. he didn't play the one year that, yeah, that's a great call. Or no, I guess they won all four with Doug anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. Well, but Carson two years came in late. He beat the Colts, and then he beat the— uh, Oh, you're talking about just Carson's Just openers. Carson right. openers, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, the first three—yeah, he's won three week one games, Correct. but you're right. Good call. Uh, so, yeah, I will say uh, same score for the Eagles, 27-27-17. I think hmm. they cover. I think they handle their business. All right, coming up next, the great, the legend— Rob Ellis has got you. Phillies baseball later tonight again, of course, tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Merrill and Mike right here on this station. Tune in. There is nothing better than that. So for Elliot, I'm James. Thank you again for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio. And again, before we get out of here, I have to remind you one more time that football is back and it is time to start making a little money. My casino and sportsbook app of choice, Parks Casino Sportsbook app, Gives you the home field advantage. They're based right here in the Delaware Valley. Philly football season opens this weekend, and they are a five-and-a-half-point favorite at Washington. Over-under is 43 points. There are so many different ways to bet on this game and all the games this weekend. You can bet on player performances, the score at halftime, how many passing yards a QB will throw, rushing yards, touchdowns, so much more. Bet online with a name you trust, and that name is Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the number one casino in Pennsylvania. Parks Sportsbook app has easy deposit methods, fast payouts, great odds, and outstanding customer service. For new customers only, here's the deal. You can sign up now and get a free, free $50 sportsbook bet for a limited time. A free $50 bet for all new customers. No deposit required. Just download the app. Or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use my promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. GOBIRDS. There's a limited time offer up now through this Monday at 11.59 p.m. So get in now. New customers only. Park Sportsbook must be 21 and in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.